Sunglue in front from Demitas. It's Sunglue a half to Demitas. Sunglue trying to fight off Demitas. Demitas is lifting the outside, going home best. And Demitas went past Sunglue to win it with Mark Casson rattling home into third. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Just listen to Demitas winning the Tab Highway at Randwick yesterday. Interesting backstory with this horse. He's a, a three-year-old. He's now won four races from just his eight starts. But he was so small, Dino, the Arrowfield couldn't offer him as at auction as a yearling. So they kept him, gave him a chance to grow. He, he might be a smallish horse, but he's big on ability. And his trainer, Paul Massara, has been good enough to join us. Paul, good morning. Morning, guys. How are you? Terrific. Thanks for joining us, Paul. Demitas, well, as I said, he, he might have been too small as a yearling to, to put up for auction, but his racetrack career is going places. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't a big horse as a youngster. Listen, he's grown into a kind of a respectable size now. He's a smaller type of a horse, but, um, you know, it doesn't matter how, how big they are. If they've got the ability, they've got the ability. So, um, yeah, he's starting to uh, string a few nice races together and I thought his first up run was very good at Gosford. Mm. And then yesterday, you know, he was probably a bit unlucky first up at Gosford just to draw the barrier that he did and had to get back to where he did and his sectionals were excellent. So yesterday uh, he was able to draw well and uh, get into a good spot and I thought it was a pretty patient ride, to be honest with you. I was a little bit worried in sections that uh, we weren't going to get out, but uh, Brett did a good job and uh, away he went. Yeah, lovely ride from Brett Preble. Um, he's out of Teaspoon, who we know was a, a brilliant short course Billy. But just sometimes you sit, you watch horses, and you think, oh, they the way they attack the line, they'll get over further. But is that necessarily the case with Demitas? Because the way he hit the line yesterday at the end of fourteen hundred, I asked you maybe he'll get a mile. But what, what, what's your thoughts, Paul? Um, my read is probably fourteen hundreds a, yeah. a nice distance. Yeah. Will he get further? Listen, he possibly could. Um, certainly ridden the way that he was ridden yesterday. That's definitely a possibility. Um, but, I mean, he's not a horse. Just looking at him and the way that he gets around, the way that he trains, that I would have thought, uh, probably up to a mile, but but not beyond, I wouldn't have thought uh, would be his go. But uh, I guess that's always the temptation when they hit the line that well over 1,400 people want to stretch them. But um, I'm always happy to try and find their pet distance and, and try and work around that. Paul Akasala, I hope I've got that right. All yeah, horse correct. names in yeah. racing do my head in every week. Uh, I think it's carrying uh, 63 k's in today's Gunnedah Cup. What are your confidence levels? Yeah, it's a big ask. I think with carrying weight, I always find it an interesting um, proposition because you never know really where the tipping point is. And what I mean by that is it's not that it's comparative to other horses. There seems to be a tipping weight where they just seem to get bogged down. Um, and it sounds a funny thing when it's only you know a couple of extra kilos over a the mass of an animal, but I always equate it to the weightlifters at the uh, you know Olympics and Commonwealth Games, and they, they lift a hundred kilos above their head, and they put a hundred and one and a half to break the record, and they can't lift it off the ground. It just seems to be some yeah. little point that uh, they can't seem to get past. So it'll be interesting. Um, I thought they weighted the race in a strange fashion. It's been weighed, I think, in a, a country handicap. You know, although it is a, um, a big dance qualifier and um, Majority of horses there are city horses, so um, it was weighted in a very heavy fashion. Um, I guess to get the spread, but um, it, you know, I think it kind of it does make it difficult for more horses at the top, and there were more horses at the top than there were down the bottom. So um, a bit of an unusual way to weight the race, but uh, nonetheless, we're here, and uh, it's a chance for a bit of a ticket in the lottery, and that's obviously why we're here. 
Mm, yeah, well, he's he's um, in great form, very fit, drawn a nice barrier, and he'll be hard to beat. Hey, Paul, you're also running a first starter there at Gunnedah today called um, Tapper Kick, who's by Scissor Kick, the sire of, um, of course, the Everest winner, Giga Kick. And I think Scissor Kick, is he now standing in Morocco or something? Is that right? Well, I think he is. Yeah. He's just, I think Amazing. he's over there. <laughs> Yeah, he's over there. You know, obviously through Giga Kick, which is um, amazing, probably one of the, if not the best horse, running around at the moment in Australia. But um, yeah, he's over in Morocco. He was standing over in in France. He was shuttling between Australia and France, and then during uh, the COVID period, he couldn't come back, and um, he just didn't have the performance on the board at that yeah. stage, and he wasn't covering a lot of mares in France, and they ended up selling him to. Uh, forgive me for. If I'm wrong here, but it's the the prince or someone of Morocco it's, or it's one of the royalty, yeah, yeah, royal family yeah. that um, that bought him and is uh, breeding him to for sport horses. Okay. So um, so I'd say he's yeah been crossbreeding and they're breeding them for sport horses. So he's been over there, and then obviously Giga Kick came out, <laughs> which um, kind of reignited people's interest in in, in Scissor Kick. But um, now he's over there, and um, although. Um, He's over there now. He's got some nice stocks still around the place. And um, this horse today, he's more of a staying prospect. Okay. He's not really a sprinter. Um, I'd be expecting him to um, uh, to run well today without probably winning it. It's a touch short for him. I think he's a mile to 2,000-metre horse. He's the only two-year-old in the field. Um, so from a punting point of view, I'd just be watching him go around. But um, he'll be doing his best, but I think he'll be better over further. Fair enough. Uh, Paul, I can't let you go with that asking about Miracle Love. She, um, that's the done deal filly out of Miss Finland. So she's bred to be good. And her debut in the Woodland Stakes at Scone when she ran the closest for thirds and probably should have won was outstanding. She's nominated for Doombin Wednesday. Are you still hoping to get her to the JJ Atkins on June 10? We've done that as a possibility. So if she runs really well on Wednesday. Um, it is only a maiden. But mm. uh, we were hoping to get her in the um, size on Saturday gone, but she got balloted. So um, she runs on Wednesday, and I guess that will determine where we go next with her. There's some other stakes races in Queensland that are possibilities for are listed in Group Threes coming up. But um, the JJ was kind of on the on the cards if she was happy, you know, if she could get there in time and the horse was well and everything else. So mm. we're just going to have to judge it basically on the horse and how she um, comes through Wednesday, how she races, and then uh, whether we think that's the best option for her going forward. But um, you know, it'll be a number one option if she ran really well. Paul, I'll just flick you across to Rugby League, if I may. I understand you love your footy. Our talk topic today, your greatest state of origin moments. I'm going to put you on the spot here, you just did, which is a bit I? unfair, but <laughs> is there a moment that you've watched in state of origin that stands out? Really put me on the spot now. That's Dino um, for you, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> I like um, to throw a couple of curveballs, Paul. Um, who is probably Wally Lewis when he got in the blue with who was it? It was um, Mark was Iowa. Yeah, Mark yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, 1991. Yeah. That was extraordinary. That was Explosive moment. Six. Mm. I was in year six yeah. and I still remember I was at a friend's house watching that and uh, <laughs> that was awesome. I loved it. Who was the referee? Was it Eddie Ward in the middle? Or, or? Oh, I can't. It was one. Yeah, well, I think it was. But, <sighs> yeah, um, yeah, it might have been. It to, was. Trying to separate uh, it. was funny. That, that's probably not what you guys were looking for. But no, no, it's, no, it's anything like that, it sticks in your mind. Isn't so. it funny, Paul? Certainly a memorable moment yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it funny with State of Origin that, that memories stay with you, though? Like, oh, yeah. you just remember then, you're in year six. So yeah. you remember that all these years later. Yeah. Those no, moments just stay with you. Such a great contest, and yeah. it's uh, so fueled with emotion and everything else that uh, people get so invested and involved in it. It's. Uh, it's, you can't miss it. I mean, it's must-see TV every year. It certainly is. 
Hey, Paul, appreciate you coming on the show. Congratulations with Demitas. It's going places. We'll watch out for Miracle of Love on Wednesday at Doomben. And, and best of luck today in the Ganadar Cup with Akasawa. Thanks very much, guys. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Paul. There's Paul Massaro. He's got the, probably the best strike rate in New South Wales racing. A winner every three runners, about 32 33%. Just absolutely remarkable.